Yo, this is V, aka, I don't worry about the last names, but definitely no, um, <laughs> this is the Spiky Bebop podcast, and uh, shouts out to anybody on the West Coast, and uh, if you hear the dog barking in the background, that's because this is my own studio, uh, I do this, basically, this is my own representation of my book. And for anybody who, you know, hears the earlier podcast, let me first and foremost apologize for me saying, uh, and, uh, 1100 and million 50 times. I'm going to re-record those and basically show the progression of how my podcast has, podcast has come over the past, what, three years. It's an interesting thing though, because just because I have my podcast now, uh, it doesn't mean that it wasn't, you know, different from the earlier representations of what I thought it could truly be. And just basically, I'll go into it, but <laughs> let me give my shots out first to everybody on the West Coast who creates content. My hat's off to you. Uh, nothing but respect of the utmost and highest. And shouts out to all of the podcasters, everyone who listens to my podcast. Uh, definitely. Uh, the more and more you guys support, the more intricate uh, my art becomes, and I get the liberty of adding more uh, things and content to my work. Uh, definitely adds to the mental and what it is that I, you know, want to represent in my work. So I appreciate that. Definitely bearing with me in my work. And let me get back to oh 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 before I go into my tent and range it tent rant and tangent say that five times fast but um let me also uh let you guys know that you can find me on instagram you can find me on amazon.com and definitely hit the subscribe button let someone know about it spiky bebop s-p-i-k-e-e-b-e-b-o-p i would definitely be on another podcast uh above the bar podcast later this month and definitely give a shout out to those guys uh definitely thank you so much to them I'm gonna let them know. I'll be like, yo, check out my date from like March 10th from on and <laughs> how I like started to represent and talk about some things. But <laughs> my podcast is pretty much the funniest one because I started my podcast on the street. You can hear cars in the background and all kind of stuff. And I thought that added to, you know, just the raw form of what I wanted to represent. And that anybody could do, you know, what it was that they had in their head when it came to being a podcast, whatever content they had. And particularly for me, mine is dealing with the creative aspect of being a writer. And not every writer writes the same or has the same tempo or even articulates the same. It's the same thing that you could even give a spectrum to artistry because it is the artistry of words. And for me... I, you know, cumbersomely have come to this realization that, you know, I love watching things. I love movies. I love cartoons. I love being entertained in the visual format so that it inspires my, you know, inspiration and my imagination afterwards, you know, after I finish watching this said thing. And, you know, I look at a lot of different other people, a lot of different ways when it comes to that. You know, if I watch something over again, or if I watch something after a long period of time, it comes back in a different reiteration, or I get a different sense 
of inspiration by looking at different things. And so I, I love how, you know, it's an interesting thing in society as we self-analyze ourselves and we look at how, <laughs> or comparatively, you know, how other artists create their work or how they go about doing so. And that's pretty much the most cumbersome thing I've ever seen in my life where somebody is, you know, cataloging all the time, you know, artist spins while they're on the internet or they're doing something in an app when, you know, that artist is retaining information. It's not so much just an endless scroll versus, you know, this new period of time that we're having. And this is 2023. I mean, what would be, you know, the thing that people consider artists to do in 2050? 25 years from now so I look at it that way and for me not to be lost in the sauce but to you know keep up and so that I can pass the torch down to someone else if they so choose to be a creative writer um, I don't quintessentially think that people would still be uh, the unorthodox writer that I am <laughs> it's not something complicated I'm not even being big-headed about it it's just because I come from the analog era where literally there was no internet at the time and literally um, my peers and a lot of other different people who have experienced it uh, after a certain point uh, there will only be people who know technology and so to correlate this uh, very clearly and through science fiction uh, is something that I've created with my story. Uh, it's not so much something that I speak to or speak to everyone or anyone for that matter uh, at any other day. Um, particularly, that is the reason why I have this podcast, because it is one of the only instances where I will mention uh, my story and or the inspiration behind it uh, versus someone actively, you know, what I'm saying inquisitively asking me. But the story pretty much encompasses uh, a never-ending story, you know, from start to finish. There is no ending uh, to this project that I'm working on. And it is a gift first to myself, but ultimately, I mean, art belongs to the people and the people that, you know, read the work. Um, later on, if they read it or not, it really doesn't matter. But the act of doing so pretty much solidifies all of these things that, I mean, if you self-proclaim yourself as an artist, what is it that you are crafting? <laughs> Who is it that you are surrounding yourself with? If it is not, you know, the written word, what other people have heralded as great works of art in your field? And if not, what are you doing by pressing the boundaries of what it is that you believe is your message <laughs> or your niche? And for me, science fiction is that forefront. It has always been that. When you see my work, it's not meant to be, you know, correlated with the written word as in spoken word poetry. It's not even supposed to be even categorized as such. If, you know, there is a cadence, I did break it down so that people could basically see it and hear it better. But I wanted it to be, you know, something that they could read on a pad and or something they could read. Uh, via phone, something accessible via digitally, and that is why I released it as such. Uh, when someone, you know, asks or requests uh, to have it in physical copy, um, I will eventually do so, but for now,
um, I wanted it accessible to people so that they could see, you know, and then differently or differentiate how they read it. Um, there's a thing when you read on your phone and you can see it, you know what I'm saying, how you scroll and then, you know, your attention span and how you, you basically read. It, it really, you know, kind of happens where people have different languages, exceptionally if they're doing it via text. And, you know, you can basically say a word or, you know, supplement a word via a symbol and or a picture. And I wanted those things to be correlated, uh, me still with the written word. And then, you know, making up new words uh, so that, you know, the even the grown-up adult that knows everything about everything uh, would still be at the same table as someone who basically had not, you know, read Dostoyevsky or something like this but still, you know, wanted to know what it was that I was saying. And it pretty much, I, I did that goal uh, by establishing that in the first book. Uh, the first book is Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. And I love that book. It is one of my uh, favorite uh, introductions into the genre as to what it was that I was saying. And I wrote that, you know, in 2014, you know, started the concept way before that. But what I want to say is that the writing never stopped <laughs> after the book was done. When I had the story done, um, it was basically what I, I was segueing up to was this differentiating um, thing between male and female. And I subsequently have it as a running theme throughout my story. And it's not, you know, he-man, woman-hater or, you know, feminist. Uh, it's quite a spectrum of this understanding of these differences of the sexes. And I wanted that, you know, just to be as a theme, even if I included, you know, androids or it went super, super science fiction, what I, which I did. And, you know, the fifth book, which is that I'm working on now, um, I'm just cueing you guys in into the writing process. You know, if I jot something down in my notebook, if I'm, you know, watching something I haven't seen in like a year and a half, <laughs> that subsequently has something as of significance into where my thinking process is. Just because you are a writer or you self-proclaim yourself as such does not mean that, you know, after the conversation ends, uh, your thinking process ends. No, it, it pretty much goes beyond that. And I can't even truly even describe that spark when artists, you know, get inspired to do something or they feel, you know, they have to express it a certain way or uh, an artist gets on this, you know, self-crusade to create their own style. And that's essentially what, you know, I have been doing, you know, since I started writing and since I, you know, self-proclaimed myself as a writer, what it was that I had to, you know, express that didn't sound like, you know, after school special or sport or something like a journal or something like this. Uh, it was quite something uh, of a challenge. And I constantly, you know, search for different things to express this vision that I have differently every time. For instance, and I'll give an example, um, I was watching, you know, shouts out to Harrison for. <laughs> Shouts out to the replicants. No, um, shouts out to his movie from the 1980s, which, uh, you know, Blade Runner was really, really dope um, ahead of his time. 
uh, Scott Ridley, crazy madman, uh, visionary um, architect. I don't even know how many other different uh, set designers he worked with on that said film, but uh, it was incredible. And I just saw bits and pieces. And I've seen the movie before. You know, it's super dark, super wispy, you know, full of uh, this context of uh, cyber. Uh, super sci-fi punk, <laughs> cyberpunk, you know, could be an exception from it. I'm pretty sure cyberpunk was before that, but it's a great, great film. If you want to see, you know, a sci-fi film noir, they, I guess they really included this, you know, old school, you know, mentality of having an office and, you know, these types of uh, chasing after people, you know, runners and it was really fun uh, to see that. And immediately in my head, you know what I'm saying, looking at the scene, looking at how it dis was designed, I initially went back to my characters. And in no way, shape, or form is this just ripping something and then just copying and pasting it on my work. Um, I was already working on my work, right? And so when I see something like this, it inspires me, you know, to go further than what it was that I had left off at. And so I'm like, okay, I left these characters off. And exceptionally, I always like including characters with different aspects of themselves. So they have different parts of their personalities, but it's not, you know, multiple personality or dissociative. Uh, it's really just mysteriously expressed or um basically if it was the narrator uh, to be um, given in different aspects and then some things omitted about their personalities because maybe they don't even know it yet but exceptionally these uh, I had this one character and he's in this city the size of you know New York State but it's insane that he's trying to find a piece of art um, because he's an artist and <laughs> He's hellbent on finding, you know, the piece of art that he has in his head. And it's like, you know, an exceptionally priceless piece of art that no one else, you know, other than the person that has it, obviously sees the value of. And certain people who he asks through his journey um, can understand why he's spending so much time doing so. But he, I, I just came up with this, uh, has a way of speaking uh, in poetics. And so... <laughs> It's almost as if he can't stop speaking in poetics, and so it often gets misconstrued or um, having uh, this happenstance miscommunication that uh, continues to have him on this, like, um, what would you call this? <laughs> hey, I can see the character, um, the one guy who had, like, uh, maybe Pink Panther type of sentiment and just falling through like Don Quixote type style of these stories and misconceptions. And uh, I had him run into these other characters in my story, which were two women. And these women are super forward, definitely a page from Daria. Uh, if you've seen that, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> great, great cartoon on MTV back in the day. Uh, these guys have this weird, you know, mentality of just being witty and then understanding their sense of fashion, but then questioning everything as to why someone would be socially accepting of something that no one has a status quo for. 
uh, there is no status quo and so if someone even has a rule for a party or whatever how do they even know and why and why do these people agree to certain things and these women are basically conversing with themselves throughout <clears throat> the story as to why these are the things that <laughs> are acceptable and so I have these two characters basically interact with each other and that's basically where I'm at in the story right now and I have it like as an Alice in Wonderland type of you know journey meandering through uh, this underworld type of city but then too I'm adding something else and, and I'll get back to you on it so that's just you know a little bit of what I do in my mental as a writer I'll jot something down it's not Stephen King that you dig like it's not something where I'm pumping out six pages but I exceptionally do that when I have a goal and I spend mine out uh, quite differently so that I won't uh, burn out uh, on both ends and, and shouts out to anybody who understands this rant and everything else so peace peace so yeah <laughs> that's basically what I've been working on shouts out to anybody who once again understands this is V peace